Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary has long been known as an ideal location to shoot movies and televisions. The mountains, the forests, and the production talent are all attractive to producers from all over the world. Now that the world has opened up again, Calgary is seeing unprecedented interest. So how does the film industry help Calgary? Our guest today will answer that question. Luke Azevedo is the Vice President, Creative Industries, Operations and Film Commissioners for Calgary Economic Development. Sounds like the perfect guy to tell us why we're getting more business and how it impacts the city. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. Good morning. As, as usual, the right for the first question goes to the lady. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so exciting. Lots. We see lots on the news about people coming and scouting in Calgary. So what is it that we'll start kind of back back up a little bit. What is it that studios look for in a location, whether it's film or TV? Well, you know, it's changed in the last while. Um Previously, when we'd go to the studios, we'd go to Los Angeles, we'd go to New York, whether it's Berlin, Cannes, wherever we are, there's three questions that would come up. First and foremost would be your incentives. Are they competitive, <laughs> nationally and internationally? Money, money, money. You got it. Second, uh, your crew base. Not only the depth of your crew base, but also the quality of your crew base, which we have world-class crews here. There's no question. Thirdly, comes in around infrastructure. So not just facilities and studios, but also the technology that's necessary to, uh, to be able to, to do everything that they need um, technologically uh, on set, off set, wherever they need to go. So do you have um, film studios? Do you have um, you know, uh, equipment suppliers like William F. White, like Manhattan Beach Studios, like Aerie, you know, others that then show a confidence to the studio that if they exist in your region, that they have access to all those assets. And then they can utilize the incentive to offset some of those costs and make it um, make it the, the most productive that they can. Mm-hmm. There's now been a couple other questions that have been added in this last year. Um, one would be around equity, diversity, inclusion, and access. What are your programs? What's your direction? What's your outcomes? What do you anticipate you're going to be able to do over the period of time? And then finally, it's around sustainability. Um, you know, what are you doing to ensure that the footprint um, that we leave is as little as possible and we leave things as good or better than what they were found? Isn't that part of their responsibility to pay a little bit more for us to make the footprint, uh, you know, natural? Um, it actually is the responsibility of the jurisdiction to ensure that you have the criteria in place so that when a studio or an independent comes into your region, they can abide by that criteria and then invest whatever is necessary to ensure that they can have the outcome. So it's a shared um, resource here. It's uh, we know what our area is. We want our location folks to ensure that our areas are that are pristine, that they come here for the backdrops and the vistas um, that are left as good or better than what they found. And you mentioned uh, one word that I want to kind of elaborate a little bit, incentives. How do we compare to the other jurisdictions in Canada? We're mid-range. So what happens is that um, from the Canadian perspective, uh, we're competitive. 
um, the dollar right off the bat as soon as right. uh, you know yeah. I mean, you're seeing seventy percent of your uh, of your clients coming from across the border from the U.S. There's a thirty percent savings right away on that. There is a federal incentive that allows them to access uh, funding that then for us allows them to bring people from other parts of the country if that's what they need to do for their particular show and be able to incentivize that. Then there's our provincial incentives that are specifically to Alberta labor, goods, and services. We're not supplying Hollywood with money. What we're doing is incentivizing them to use as much as they possibly can in Alberta. So whether it's hotels, whether it's rental cars, whether it's hammers and nails and everything in between, um, including our labor, then we have an opportunity now to be attractive and to play a part. We also use a lot of other uh, benefits, let's call them, of being here in Alberta, um, the cost of doing business, the, the quality of life that they will have while they're here, um, all of the uh, capacity to produce in a variety of different looks in a very close proximity. They can be out in the mountains in the morning and be on the soundstage in the afternoon producing. So there's a lot of advantages here that when we put the entire package together, including the quality of our crews and our talent behind and in front of the camera, that we become a very, very competitive jurisdiction. You mentioned that they're also inquiring about the diversity. So what particular are they looking for, like within the crews, within what are they looking for when you're talking about diversity and inclusion? Both. Um, that they're looking at, at what the crew base is like and mm-hmm. how diverse that crew base is and what our growth um, program is to get to the point where we create an access point for all our underrepresented communities within our area. And then secondly, in front of the camera. And I'll give you a mm-hmm. great example. Um, Prey, uh, the latest of the Predator series that was done by 20th Century Fox, which is owned by Disney and then released on Hulu. And it was Hulu's largest movie release ever. And this production was here in Alberta um, and shot with uh, approximately 98% of the talent in front of the camera being Indigenous. They had an Indigenous producer. They uh, worked diligently to ensure that as many, um, you know, as many uh, Indigenous folks were on uh, behind the camera as well on the crew base. So, um, you know, it's been said that it's the gold standard for uh, for inclusion to this point. And we're very proud of the fact that it was here. They worked with our unions and guilds. They worked with our talent. They worked with everyone from the beginning and made this an authentic project, which then had an outcome that has been spectacular and has really showcased Alberta to the world. Our guest this morning is Luke Azevedo, Vice President, Creative Industries, Operation and Film Commissioner, Calgary Economic Development. So Tara talks about films because she is a TV ho- you know, big shot, right? Yeah. I want to ask, uh, what, okay. is, what, what is under Creative Industries? Well, so when you think about Creative Industries, it's, um, you know, it's a variety of, of different aspects. It's the umbrella. So when we start talking about things like um, like everything from uh, sport and culture through to artistic practice, to visual arts, to film and TV, to music, um, it all is encompassed within that uh, within that umbrella. And I think, you know, for us, as we start to look forward and we start talking about the creative economy and something that we're really going to concentrate on, it's going to be a driver and a pillar within this city um, for our economic prosperity moving forward. Um, we're putting together a strategy that will allow us to drive it in a manner that is going to have a positive effect on our constituents, on the city itself, and all other sectors around us. 
um, whether it's occupying space in the downtown core or some of the cool areas that we have to, um, you know, to attracting people back into the core after five o'clock. So there's a variety of aspects of and things that are happening right now that really are putting us in a, in a bit of a, a driver position. Um, you know, Arts Commons uh, revitalization and development, mm-hmm. uh, the Glenbow Museum, the National Music Center being right there, the entertainment district that is being developed and hopefully will continue to be developed. Um, you know, putting us in a position where people now have uh, a substantial reason to come back into the core or to stay after work rather than us becoming that, that donut downtown where everybody goes back to their houses and their suburbs and the, the downtown becomes a, an empty, uh, an empty location at night. So lots of opportunities for us to grow it. One of our guests uh, last year was Michelle uh, Leader. Mm-hmm. And um, she mentioned that about 22,000 people work in the film industry in Calgary and 600 million is the contribution to the city. And I was like, I don't know if the numbers, but I was shocked. Like, it seems like a secret here. Well, the, the 22,000 is a number that's around creative industries. Okay. Um, but the $560 million was the economic impact last year, the economic spend in Alberta as a whole. And then 522 million of that was in the Calgary and Southern Alberta jurisdiction. Wow. So, so what's the goal? Well, you know, what we'd like to do is uh, we obviously want to become the next unicorn, right? So everybody's looking at that billion dollar um, threshold and what it takes to get there. There's a lot of work to get there, but I think we can absolutely do it. When we look around um, at the other just jurisdictions that are close to us, Vancouver is the largest in Canada. They did $4.8 billion in 2021. So that gives you a sense of what the top is. Um, Toronto and Ontario uh, in the high threes. Uh, billion dollars, and then you, you're Quebec and uh, and Montreal, and those areas at around 1.8 to 2 billion dollars, and then us coming in at at 560 million for Alberta. So, lots of capacity to grow. Um, we don't need to be those other jurisdictions. We need to be Alberta. And what we'd like to see, if uh, you know, at that at that billion dollar mark, you're looking at double the amount of crew base. You're looking at double the infrastructure, and you know, beyond just the money investment. I think there's a couple of things that need to be taken into consideration is that um, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to 13 months ago, we were at 80,000 square feet of space, um, a production space, the uh, purpose built in Southern Alberta, in Calgary. Uh, after December of this year, we'll be at 750,000 of retrofitted and purpose built facilities. So that gives you a sense of the growth based on need um, that we're being asked for of what infrastructure is doing. So that'll give you a good idea of what that looks like as we start to grow and develop the areas. We're going to take a quick break. Luke Azevedo is with us this morning, the Vice President, Creative Industries, Operations, and Film Commissioner for the Calgary Economic Development. We'll be right back. We want to find out about the process that goes into bringing people into Alberta to shoot. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with Luke Azevedo, the Vice President, Creative Industries, Operations, and Film Commissioner with the Calgary Economic Development. 
So, Luke, from what we understand, uh, there was a big delegation going down to Los Angeles, not because of the weather, but to try to bring more business here. <laughs> Weather's Los, not bad, yeah, though, either. <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles is the hub for this industry. H- how successful was the, the mission and what do you expect to see in the near future or longer future? Yeah, I think it was, it's great. So what we did is we took um, the mayor and um, our film studios, uh, the Calgary Film Center, William F. White, and um, Rocky Mountain Film uh, Studios with us, as long, along with um, the owners of the standing sets, the landowners. So CL Ranch, John Scott Ranch, and Albertina Farms all came down with us. And uh, what we did is presented Alberta um, with the mayor being our champion, and she did a fantastic job, by the way. She was amazing. Um, we had the opportunity to present to studios and, uh, and executives at the Consul General's residence in Los Angeles. So it was a, it was a big, big deal. And then um, the following day, we went into the studios and actually had conversations about what Calgary has to offer and any of our new offerings and why we feel this is an opportunity for those studios. During the time we were there, to answer your question, is it successful? Uh, we had two phone calls from the majors asking us to uh, put together packages uh, before we even came back. And we've had multiple phone calls since that point. We're well known, but it's, it's always um, you need to be in L.A. having these face-to-faces and ensuring that they understand the value of your jurisdiction. Um, and again, the mayor did an amazing job to be able to do that. She, uh, she has learned the industry very, very well and um, is extremely articulate and, and is able to get our message across from the municipal perspective, which with our film friendly environment here, it's extremely important for us to be able to articulate that and to ensure that people understand that it's not just the beautiful backdrops and that the great crews, that we can actually shut those roads down, that we can actually get them into the parks, that we can get them to the locations that they need to get those outcomes. Why would you mentioned before the break that right now Vancouver's the top spot in Canada, bringing in billions? Well, why? Why would they go to Vancouver instead of here? Well, there's a variety of reasons. First and foremost is that Vancouver has 40 plus crews and 4 million plus square feet of space right off the bat. Some amazing productions have been done there. It is on the t- same time zone as Los Angeles. Um, minimal snow and, and winter environments. Um, there's a variety of reasons. And they've been able to grow their industry and their sector uh, over the last 20 years because they have been committed both at the government level and at the, um, at the industry level level of growing this in the appropriate way and creating that sustainable manner in which they can continue to, uh, to be successful. So, um, you know, so we can learn from their model of how they've done things. Absolutely. And I yeah. also think that, um, you know, unbeknownst to many, there was, um, there was a time in this past few years where we had more crews that were Albertan working in, in BC than we actually had working in Alberta. And that, tells you the type of cyclical environment that we had here around film and TV because of our lack of incentives and, and our inability to be globally competitive. At that point, it um, there was never a consistent. So people need to be able to be assured that they can pay their mortgage and, and have their kids mm-hmm. um, have a great life here, which they can now in the manner that we've seen the industry grow. Well, that brings me to my next question is both my daughter and my daughter-in-law both are in the creative, what we call the animation industry. One is a producer, junior producer, and one is a storyboard uh, storyteller. 
Hording, whatever it's called. I don't even know her. And they produced a short film called The Fall that won many, many awards in like five festivals, including New York, Toronto. How do we tell them the story that Calgary is the next place for young people to come into this industry? What is the advantage we can bring young people here? And I hope the universities here are doing a little bit of help in getting those uh, professions instead of more oil and gas uh, engineers. And how do you make people to stay here? Well, let me start off by just saying that um, we do a lot of work, us, the unions, the guilds, the associations, and going into uh, schools at a very early age to start talking about the creative industries being a sector that you can make a life and a living and, a, and a, have a great life here in Alberta. Like at high school age or yeah, when? Before, before, even before. Oh, okay. We're talking about now, there's high schools that have programs um, engaged already for uh, around film and television mm-hmm. um, and radio and other things, um, animation and VFX and gaming, um, our post-secondaries are doing an amazing job. You start to look at, you know, the Bow Valley College with the Center for Entertainment Arts. You look at SAIT, you look at Mount Royal, you look at Red Deer, um, the Banff Center. All of these uh, institutions that have uh, programs, and many of them now with micro-credentialing programs, so we can actually take somebody that has a certain level of skill set in a short period of time, get them into the industries. So one of the things around the areas that you're talking about in your daughters is, also our ability to be competitive and attract that work here. And I think that um, whether it's the existing government um, or, you know, whatever government's there, we've seen support to bring back the interactive digital media tax credit, which will then make us competitive and will attract more gaming companies, will attract more VFX organizations, will give us the opportunity to turn to the local um, groups here and say, hey, um, you can actually invest because we know the work is going to come and it will pay back on the investment. That talent pipeline, like in any sector in the world now, is what's necessary. So we have to keep attracting talent into the region as well as ensuring that our local talent is being mentored and developed in a, a meaningful way so that they will stay here and can, you know, also help us build this sector. Um, in a long-term sustainable manner. And I think, um, you know, our post-secondaries are doing a lot of work. Our unions and guilds are doing a lot of work and our associations. And we as a film commission, it's part of our story to tell is to be out there identifying that this is a sector that you want to be here in Alberta for. And you can afford a house. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a huge selling point. Because one of them is yeah. in Vancouver, one is in Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and to your point, Tara, this, it, it is a, a big selling point. It's not just the house. It's the it's the standard of living here. Yeah. Okay. So being able to not have to work to live where you can actually work and still have a life. Um, for a lot of our younger generation coming out of some of the bigger markets in the country, it's very difficult. You can't see far enough in advance to see where you're going to have a house, how you're going to you know manage a family and uh, with the cost of living the way it is. And I think Alberta has some distinct advantages. And, it, you know, I, it may not just be our area, but I've, I've traveled the world uh, doing what I do as a job. And I'm always happy to come home. And when we talk to Albertans, Albertans like to be home. We have a, mm-hmm. uh, a standard of living here that with what we have is in our backyard and, and the manner in which we can do our day-to-day that is not very common globally. And so um, it's like people want to come home. And so we need to ensure that we continue to give them those opportunities, to give them the pathways that are necessary for them to be in their chosen field and be successful, which then makes our economy, our areas, our people um, more prosperous, which in the long run is really what we're looking to do. 
You have extensive uh, experience in production. You worked uh, in television production. You worked with the Flames, Hockey Canada, the number of Olympic Games, the World Juniors. What made you transition into this side of the business and selling Alberta? Well, it's interesting. So um, when I was doing all of that work, um, we had our company, VisionWorks, uh, that, that myself and my partners ran. And um, what it did is it took our knowledge base and our skill sets and brought us into these different worlds. After I left there, I went to the BAM Center. And I spent six years um, working at the center and ended up uh, taking care of uh, five or six different divisions before I came back. And what it did is it gave me an opportunity to really understand the value of the artist, understand the value of creators in a different way that I'd never seen before. We'd always seen them as hat in hand. And I I see them at that point, what I saw them as the the world's greatest entrepreneurs. Um, They ask for as much as they can, knowing that you're going to go as low as you can and find something in the middle that makes things work. So that ability to facilitate that type of work for me was extremely satisfying, that I could create environments for people to be creative, to have outcomes uh, that were world-class and that I could guide them through some things that, that made sense. So that and in my own company, um, having to have somebody uh, do, the, uh, do the business side of things um, got me into those positions. So when I came back to Calgary, and went to work with Calgary Economic Development, um, you know, they, had, they were looking for a film commissioner. And I said, we have to look at bigger than that. For me to be interested in this, we need to be able to see how we take the creative industries to the next level. And I set some, um, you know, I set some goals. We wanted to get the film center built, which had been, you know, depending on who you talk to, between 30 and 130 years to get there. <laughs> um, we got it done. We wanted to grow the sector. When I got here, the sector at, in those first few years was, um, was struggling. And we're, you know, we're over half a billion dollars at this point. And then we wanted to ensure um, that we had the incentive at some point be changed. And we were able to, as, as a group, many people um, pushing for this, were able to get that done as well. So now it's how do we create sustainable in the most positive manner possible. So we start talking about where the opportunities are, talking with the city about electrification of the downtown, finding those strategic places where we can put those electrical kiosks so we're not bringing generators in and creating that environment. And how do we, how do we become leaders in that area as well as EDIA, ensuring that all our communities have access into this sector and that we create this environment where our young folks are looking at Alberta as the place they want to stay as soon as they get out of school. Our guest this morning was Luke Azevedo, Vice President, Creative Industries, Operation and Film Commissioner for Calgary Economic Development. Big future for the film and creative industries in Calgary. Thank you, Luke. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 